Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. First episode, powered by Collider on yeah! Podcast One. Uh, thank you so much to all of you who have been waiting, who have been tweeting me, who have been dying for us to come back. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, your support means the world to me. It means the world to us. Uh, I wanted, I, I badly wanted to be on video. Uh, for those of you who are listening via iTunes or whatever uh, 
podcast network you're using, uh, probably the Podcast One app, I hope. Uh, whatever you're listening to this on, though, the show is also available on video now. Uh, whenever this goes, when this goes up on iTunes and Podcast One and everywhere else, uh, the video is also going to go up on Pro Wrestling Sheets YouTube channel. Uh, it's you'll see the three of us. I'm here with my co-hosts, as always, Jamie Iovine. Hello, everybody. And Elijah Bates. Pleasure to be here, everyone. And yes, uh, like I was saying, the video is going to be on Pro Wrestling Sheets YouTube channel. I've been since. Since the deal with Collider, uh, now that Pro Wrestling Sheet is powered by Collider, I have all this fun stuff available at my, my disposal. We got this cool podcast room we where we can set, where we can film stuff in. We, we have a table, table with wrestling belts around us and toys, uh, and we which, got, I'm sur- which I'm assuming will be ever growing. Yes, yeah, yes, our collection. Absolutely. To be honest with you, I've been so focused on just getting this show back and out there again, and and to. Uh, just to be chatting with you guys, I miss talking with you guys. It's been a long time. I'm yeah. not sure I could still do it. You know, we used to do, we used to do this off top like all the time, and I'm out of practice. I'm I a little ring, a little ring rust, if you will. I think that the second we started talking, started talking a couple minutes ago, I was like, oh yeah, it's back, baby. Well, you were already talking before this, like you were being recorded. Like the way well, you- that's just how I talk. That's, that's how I am. <laughs> you missed it too. When you went to go to the bathroom, he was just sitting here with the headphones on, ready to go. And I was like, "Hey, we're, I was. We're gonna be a few minutes. Like you don't have to be ready I, to go with the headphones." I on. was writing angry texts, and I needed the silence so I could focus my anger. Actually, um, but like I was saying, uh, now that we're here at Collider. I have all these cool things at my disposal, and we've got a cool set. We've got uh, production stuff, people helping me with a bunch of things. It's not just me working on the side all day and these guys coming in. It's kind of a dream come true. It, honestly, it really is. I, I, If you had told me six months ago this was going to happen, I wouldn't have believed you. I was starting to lose faith that I was going to find a company that I could partner with. Uh, and honestly, I can't even tell you guys how happy I've been the past few weeks. I know that everyone has really been wanting the show back. Um, but but there are so many things that I needed to handle uh, on the back end of the site. Just so many things. Just you guys have no idea all the stuff that I've been doing in the office every day. Like I've been doing my best to get stories on the site while doing them. But yeah. there's just so many things to, that, that that I've been handling in the interim. I can definitely say that you seem like a much more content person. We actually used to talk a lot of trash about you about how miserable of a human being you were before this. <laughs> Uh, I was getting, sure. <laughs> I was getting a little bit miserable, you know. Like I you were a horrible person to be around. Really? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you know, no. But I was getting, you know, it's on, to be completely honest with you. When you're in, when you work alone in your apartment for three years and you don't have a lot of interaction with other human beings, or you're with your thoughts. You're with. You're only with your thoughts. Well, your dogs were there. My too. dogs were there too. And and I and I obviously had to be able to talk too. But you know, just the few weeks that we've been here at Collider. Uh, you know, having people to interact with that that are giving their two cents on things related to the site um, because they work here and it's part of the yeah. the family now. I mean, it already feels it, bigger, and we're not mean. Eli- I mean, well, Eli's been record- you recorded something, but I feel we haven't really by and large done anything, mm-hmm. and it's already just been moving around. And you know, I feel like people people like will see those videos that you do. Like, did he did they fire Eli and Jamie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know every time I post one, they're like, "Hey, what's up with the podcast? When are you when when's the podcast?" There were a lot back? of there were a lot of comments about it, so it's. <laughs> It's definitely a pleasure to be but back. I hope our view count doesn't go down because they haven't really been able to put faces to voices yet, and now they have. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I like, <laughs> you think oh. now that now, now you think the money now the money makers involved. Well, now we got to be on point. Now, <laughs> like now we got to show up looking right. You know, I used to show up with. Tie dye hoodies and, sh- and j- but does that mean the poncho season's out and no more ponchos? Oh, it's like it's out style. in general because it's a hundred degrees outside. 
and is including in this room. I'm mostly right? stoked that people get to scope out my sweet beard all the time. And, and all your Patagonia. Patagonia. Yeah, yeah. How is that not the thing that you You may get a sponsorship. You literally, I thought you were doing it just to fuck with me that you wore uh, a sleeveless vest. No, this is, is the this best is... thing. Day one, when it's 100 degrees hey, outside, you, you guys, wore a vest. They're going to they're gonna make the Eli subscription box. It's going to oh, come with a vest. It's going to come with a flint. A I Disney would, pin. It, it's going to come with... I would be very okay with it. It's going to come with a water canteen that converts river water to drinkable water. That would be great. Do, do those exist? They do, yes. I think. Yeah. I should For have years. them. For Why don't you have one? I do have a water purifier, and I am going camping in a, uh, a couple weeks, too, so I will be using it, but maybe I should look into those. Pat- <laughs> If you're listening. Now, uh, I, I, if you guys have seen Mr. Deeds and where Steve Buscemi's house lives, that's where Eli's going to live. In, in oh, one day for years. sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like I, I will be deranged and crazy. No time at all. <laughs> uh, now, okay, so a little bit of info here at the top. Uh, for those of you who have always listened to Wrestling Sheet Radio or who have been subscribers, you're not going to describe to anything different. Uh, I learned today that uh, nerd, uh, weird, back and stuff talk. Uh, you're not going to have to subscribe to a new channel or anything like that. But I don't think that's even back end talk. What you just said. I don't even no, know it what is. That is. Yeah, see, yeah, no, it is. Trust me, because I, I, I even was like, it was like this RSS feed thing where like I'm able to transfer yeah, my that's... my feed to the new feed to where there's not going to have to be any change. But we're on podcast. Yeah. We're on podcast. That one type now of language stuff. is Snoozeville, USA, to me. Yeah, exactly. So, but but what I can say is, Wrestling Sheet Radio is now going to be a full feed. So uh, we are the flagship show on Fridays, Wrestling Sheet Radio. Uh, where we're going to talk about all the biggest news stories of the week, like we've always done. But in addition to that, uh, we're going to have a few other shows. Now, I had been putting um, Collider Body Slam on ProWrestlingSheet.com. It's a show. It's a wrestling show they were already doing here on the Collider Factory feed. Now, some of you who are listening to this right now, that's where you're listening. You're listening on the Collider Factory feed. Now, those of you who are on that feed, you will have to go subscribe to the Wrestling Sheet Radio feed. Just go back, search Wrestling Sheet Radio, you'll find us there, subscribe there, and there's going to be a whole slate of content coming out every week. It's going to be on Tuesdays, it's going to be myself and John Roca, who is a fixture here at Collider. He and I are going to be doing the Raw Recap Show on Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, he and I are going to be doing a SmackDown Recap Show. On Thursdays, you're going to get Top 5 with... James McKenna and Kevin Silva, former Wrestling Sheet Radio co-host. Now, some of you are probably already listening to that in the feed, but for those of you who are in the Collider Factory feed, basically, uh, those are two of the contributors at ProWrestlingSheet.com, and they have a very positive pro wrestling show every week where basically uh, it's it's a top five list of their favorite things in wrestling that week. So... Because it's on Thursdays now, I believe they're going to be including NXT talk as well. And basically, it's just five things that they really enjoyed this week in the world of professional wrestling. And it's a fresh breath of air, you know. It's a very even even we're negative a lot of the time, you know. It's if you really want to just get a feel good show about professional wrestling, it's like the family matters of professional yes. wrestling. Yes, although James. Really didn't like Raw this week, and he let it be known a little bit on the show during one point well, during the he's dishonorable gonna mention. Well, he's going to compromise, but, but, the but, for show. The, but for the most part, for the most part, they're very positive. Well, occasionally, even Urkel has his feelings hurt by Carl. Yeah. Yes. And us. and Urkel comes out sometimes too. Stefan Urkel? Yeah, Stefan Urkel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Urkel is not the name. Stefan is the name he's known. No, no. I was like, I'm sorry for our viewers watching me fidget with this microphone for the first 15 minutes. I only got it where. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, don't worry. We hear you just fine. Here we are. Um, and then, okay, so then on Thursday, top five. On Friday, Wrestling Sheet Radio is going to come out, I believe, 8 a.m. or something like that on Fridays. And then on Saturday, it's going to be a show that is focused on Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, TNA, or excuse me, Impact Wrestling, uh, Indies, all that kind of stuff. That's going to be hosted by Aaron Turner and Jay Washington. So lots of stuff's going to be hitting That's the feed. a lot feed. of content. Who are, the, who, who are these people? They're all, <laughs> these are all people that were working, at, that are, that are uh, in the Collider family. You know, Aaron, Already here? Yes. So Aaron, basically Aaron and John Roca, who does, who's going to be yes. doing the recaps with me, they hosted a show together called Collider Body Slam. Um, but it was kind of similar in format to our show. Yeah. So um, I, I, I had, you know. I wanted to keep them involved. I didn't want them to not do their show. Yeah, like, we I, got three other shows to compete with now. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you guys got. Yeah, you guys got to be good. Yeah. I am scared. You guys got to make sure this is the A show. We're the flagship. We got to be good. <laughs> Brought to you by Collider. <laughs> Uh-oh. That was backwards. It's the new era. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's jump into this. Uh, I think we've we've done. A, did I cover Gee, everything? That was a long ass intro. Let's yeah. get it. I, I had a lot of th- dude. It's been a few weeks. Let's There's a lot of stuff talk. that's happened. Uh, yeah, Collider. Go to and, and just hey, if you if you weren't already familiar with Collider, if you're a movie news fan, you should go check out Collider. You should go follow them on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Facebook. You should go make sure you follow, you know, go to their website and check it out. Uh, I was already a huge fan of Collider before starting here. I'm a big fan of their movie news. Uh, I'm a nerd when it comes to movie news, uh, so I I'm a big fan of Collider in general. So those of you who maybe aren't familiar with Collider. Definitely, definitely go check out their stuff. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling fans here. They do this movie trivia schmodown, which is basically trivia meets wrestling. It's, that battle will be mine. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're going to get involved. It'll be mine. All right. Here's the thing. I've been wondering be before before we get into evolution. If we do the movie trivia schmodown, I don't know how much I've been catching up now on. I've been I've been I've been going digging around, kind of get, getting familiar with everybody. For when we take over for from the sheet takeover of schmodown. Right. The, the combined knowledge of me and Eli. That's a yeah. That's a tall. To be task, honest with sir. you, I think I think they want me on the team, but I think what I my plan. I think I'm going to be your guys' manager because okay. your guy, you guys are much better than me we when it comes it. to movie trivia. We got we'll it. We'll be like a veritable heart but foundation. Here's my question. Here, and here's you my question. Jimmy Hart. Here's my question though. Sure. They already have like three heel factions that we'll are like heavy okay. heels. Can we'll be we, the new day. Fuck it. So yeah. we're gonna have to be baby the baby faces. Okay. Okay. So I just totally need you guys to. I need you guys to be thinking of your baby face personas because I know it's easy <laughs> to be the heel, but we're gonna have there's but there's some pretty to, we heavy have stables. to do traditional baby faces. Okay. Yeah. Like traditional. I mean, yeah. Like like what kind of traditional baby face are you thinking? I'm here? thinking like rockers. That's style. yeah. When I, when I when I heard the babies, so we're tasseling. Why don't we come out oh, to the rockers we music? Need, yeah, we need some tassels. We should come out to the rockers music. All right. That's it. All right. See how easy that was? That was easy enough. Okay. Well, this was a big week in wrestling. You know, we broke. It's been a few weeks in wrestling. We haven't been able to talk about this in like two months. (laughs) What's wrestling? Uh, Now, the first is actually actually pretty appropriate here because this – the first exclusive that we really broke uh, in the Collider era at Pro Wrestling Sheet was when discussions began – when they were seriously underway for Evolution, yeah. that was uh, last earlier this month. Okay. We'll, we'll put that up, uh, and things really rapidly kind of steamrolled from there, and it all led to last for, uh, uh, today's Thursday. So last week it was when they put out an announcement saying that Stephanie was going to make a historic announcement. This yes. was gonna be a huge, huge thing. As, I feel like I've seen that. As she that, likes to do. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that pre-announcement so many times now. It's like, okay, what could this possibly What do you say? We make history again. <laughs> I, 
You know that she had it, it took everything in her power not to do it. You know that they wanted to do that, but she couldn't because everyone was making fun of it on the internet before. Because <laughs> everybody was saying that, like, all right, ladies, let's make history again. Yeah. They've done it a lot. Okay, so. It's been quite a year. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, okay, f- first and foremost, do you think that they lived up to the hype? Because I know that, you know, I might have. What do you mean? They haven't done anything yet. No, no, I mean the, the historic nature of the announcement. Do you think it was as historic as they hyped it up to be? Because I have seen people go, well, I mean, there's been women's wrestling events. There's been, when? you know, not WWE. Yeah. But, 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 you know, there was a TNA one. Of course, and there was glow. Of course, like, of course there was something that was focused all entirely on women's wrestling. But, yes, I think this is a huge deal because this is a sign of what is to come in the WWE. I mean, I just put, I just showed you guys this, and that was news. Like, you guys hadn't known this when they listed the top, uh, I think, was it Forbes Business? I forget. Or is it, I forget who listed it. I think it was Forbes. It was Forbes. Like, yeah, it was. The article you said this? Yeah, Yeah. it was listed the top 100 most influential athletes. Yeah. And this is Forbes. This isn't Sports Illustrated. This isn't, this is Forbes. Yeah. There's no tie to WWE whatsoever. Yeah. And they listed not one specific, but the entire female roster of the WWE is number four yeah. in the world of the top most influential people in sports. That's pretty big. That's wild. Yeah, so that's... I think that, yes, this is a huge, huge, huge deal. And this is going to be this isn't a, this isn't glow. This isn't an indie show. This isn't a one off. This is going to have the full WWE production. Yeah, you know, this is going to have a pre show. Yeah, this is going to be. May, if this didn't have an all female um, commentary team, I'd be shocked. And I, I ooh, saw. Well, I didn't okay, even think about that. You know, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I agree with you. I almost think it'd be silly if there was guys on the announcement. They they, they have to. They go. had Jr. in the May Young Classic because they weren't sure. Bethine, it was Beth, or was it Lita? No, it was L- I don't think was it's going to be. The, was it Lita? It was Lita, right? Because they were worried. Lita, yeah, it was Lita and Jr. The first Mayon Classic, yeah. But I'm with you. I think they have to go all in. A, like they have to. It has to be a female ring announcer. Has to be a female ring announcers. There has to be female referees. They've got two of them in NXT yeah. now. Um, I, I, they have to. I think they have to make the point to do that now. I. I would agree with that uh, outside of the fact that they – outside of Renee Young, they don't really have a – like somebody that's a good commentator. I throw Beth like in there. Because Renee Young has – it's I found this funny actually because Renee Young has – you know, she had that short yeah. opportunity. And I thought some, she was good. I did too. But she has since gone on and done multiple – I've seen her tweet it multiple times because everyone always tweets her like, when are you going to announce? When are you going to announce? And she has said like, I don't think I was that good of an announcer. I, that's her like, – Yeah, she, which is crazy because considering that she only did it for a hot minute, like – and considering that she hadn't done – I mean she hasn't – she used to do sports stuff, but not professional wrestling commentary because that's, as we all yeah. know now, that's a very different beast. And you have somebody yelling at you ninety percent of the time. And I, I think for being just thrown into the pool like that, and for how short she did, because you really got to grow. Yeah, you, know? you gotta, you gotta learn. There's some things you can't get taught during that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a little curious. Also, like, okay, so let's say they have an all female, and I know it's probably a bigger deal that like it's a wrestling event and we're caught up on commentary. But I'd be interesting to see kind of uh, what the atmosphere is in terms of how they communicate through the headphones because that's always like the most perilous part of announcing in the WWE as we've been as we've heard from so many different people is like put Stephanie on, put, put Stephanie there yeah, instead of Vince I, like, so is it if it's an all female announcing team is it all females communicating to them no is it, it's is not it going to be all fe- they're not going <laughs> to I highly I doubt like, Vince yeah, is going to leave I feel like it would be <laughs> it would just be Sarah Motto sitting back there like <laughs> like doing a bunch of buttons well, running like, around to cameras what's the gorilla position going to be like <laughs> yeah. is it just going to be Michael Hayes back there as usual I mean like, what's that going to be I lost a lot Long hair. Let me stay here, boss. <laughs> Let me stay. I got better hair than a lot of these guys. Put some lipstick on me. <laughs> but I, 
I can't say idea anymore, by the way. Thanks to Conrad and Bruce Pritchard, I cannot say idea anymore. I guess, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time, anytime somebody says, hey. Because <laughs> I just imagine, because uh, I, I was there. Not as long as, yeah. nowhere near as long as Bruce was, but yeah. I was there. And I, that is what Michael Hayes does. Yeah. Like, it is 100% true. And it's great because I was lucky enough to be able to see at least a little bit of it. Um, okay, so let's say it is all-female announced team. Uh-huh. I feel like the only people right now that come to mind are Beth. Renee Young, Beth, Lita. Those are three that come to mind that have done it. Not necessarily the best announcers, I wouldn't say, but yeah. but there are three. You know, I didn't think Beth was bad by any no. means when she did the, the mixed match all. challenge. But out of those three, I don't see one of them Caring leading, yeah, leading the announced team. I feel like they would need someone else and... and I don't necessarily think that there is somebody that could do that, like that we've you know, seen, that we've experienced yeah, not already. They might have to bring in somebody. I'm thinking off the top of my head. Uh, right do you think they're going to do like Maria Menounos is going to be brought in? I wouldn't it? be shocked. Like, I, I would mean, not I, be shocked. I, you I, know who's another name that comes to mind? They that is like a talking her. head yeah. that likes wrestling that I could maybe see them talking to is Michelle Beadle. Yeah. She's like a popular person, yeah, very popular. She likes wrestling. She's not on that level of star power. But what about our friend um, Carolyn? Um, not Carolyn. Um, I just butchered her name. Um, Catherine? Give me something. Bo- 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 she's a- Oh, Kathy Kelly. Kathy- no, not Kathy Kelly. No? no, no, no. She's a friend of ours. We see her at the indie shows all the time. Blonde girl. She's on Fox News. Blonde girl on Fox News that we see at indie shows. Nothing's coming to mind. Any, I'm going to – anyway. <laughs> I do but love those. She was my choice, but this you guys is, don't even know. It's quite humorous that this is like so big. So big oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. No, not Fox News, Fox Sports. Yeah. Um, 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 God, now I'm going to She's be fun. She's dope. Yeah. Um, it's like – it's a weird spelling. Of no, I know who you're t- – <laughs> it's uh, Cameron. Like I know who you're talking about. Kathleen, Caitlin, something like that. I'm going to sit here and just – I'll and keep Googling it, but I know who you're talking Kathleen about. Kathleen yes. Kennedy. No wait, no, no. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I know who. I know exactly who you're talking about, though. Yeah, we'll uh, Be- Car- Carolyn Beth. Yep, there That's we go. It. Yeah, she's <laughs> good work. Yeah, that's it. I think she's dope. She does great work on Fox. She knows the product. That took me a second. I'm glad I got that. Though. I think she'd be a solid choice. That is curious. Like, I mean, that like if they don't include, let's say, like Michael Cole or somebody like that, that's still the voice of the WWE, more or less. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could still like. I I get it. It's an all female event and everything like that. But at the same time, I could see them having somebody like Michael Cole there just to guide everybody else to. Because the fact of the matter is this. None of those people, all the people that we named off, none of them have like necessarily no. years of experience no. guiding the product along as somebody like Michael Cole does who would be able to direct them. So I could see in this first instance them having somebody like him, kind of a veteran of that realm Why and not? everything like that. Until they get- and, and the thing is, is like, I'm not adamantly opposed to that. I understand that it's an all-female event and everything like that. And, and in a perfect world, you would have those people in place. Unfortunately, this is the first all-female event, so you don't have those people in place you don't have like those commentators trained and ready to go no. yet but maybe this is the beginning of that mm-hmm. too so the announcement i'm shocked that they don't have a regular commentator every single week that's that's female no that's kind of crazy isn't it because they they do have like this powerful woman not even so, i mean like well i mean the, Renee the, and NXT. you can look at the the announced teams and see that the wb clearly has a very uh set pattern yeah. they've got they've got like the the nerdy news guy, the, the black vet. guy, and the and alt the person, alt yeah, the person. all the kind of cool person. Well, well, they I feel well, maybe not so much anymore. 
Because I always, there's always the one vet color commentator, but they've kind of phased them all out. No, yeah, they really have. Well, I guess my, I mean there's Michael Cole, but more of Michael never Cole. A competitor. And who's who's SmackDown? Who's SmackDown is um, is God. Byron, yeah. Corey, and uh, Tom. Yeah, because I guess Corey's on. Yeah, both. So that makes sense. Yeah, and Tom. Yeah, no, they're very similar people. I, I would love if they had a female. I mean, I, not, I really think they should give Renee another shot. I'm, I really do. I don't know why that just started lagging. <laughs> oh, the air is working. I'm scared it's gonna hit Jamie. <laughs> I um, I'm not. You know, to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of Lita as a commentator. Wait, hold on. Is that gonna be in the camera shot? Wait, hold on. You guys keep. I just want to make sure because uh, that's in the camera shot. I should probably move it. Hold on a second. Don't kick my bag. I gotta. I gotta drink back there. <laughs> Super important. Wait, wait, put your hand next to it. Can you, like, have, put your hand I already next did. Next? Okay, you can't reach it. Okay, if you can't reach it, it's good then. Sorry about that, everyone. Ooh. I'm not sorry at all. They keep knocking things. I didn't knock your drink over, calm down. Um, okay, so the announcement. Look what you did. Oh, the bucks fell down. I got it. I got it. Okay. Right, right next to the skinny-legged Braun Strowman <laughs> toy. <laughs> so, okay, the, the show began with... Uh, Vince in the ring. Vince is standing there, which I like. I like that they had Vince there for the announcement. Yeah, it was cool. But by the way, I don't know if it's the makeup team or him just being 70. Yeah. But it really looks like he's on the verge of crying all the time. I know. I thought the same thing. I've, I've thought that for a long time. Like actually. all the time. It looks like he's like about his, to cry. Like the like the ducks yeah. under his eyes always kind of feel like they're welling up and everything. Yeah. And then not only that, but now when you hear his voice, he's kind of got like that uh, – Man, thing that goes on and everything like that. And he's getting old man ears now. You see that when they get bigger. Yeah, Yeah, he. Yeah, I actually noticed those old man ears whenever he got his head shaved many years ago. I kind of saw them starting to take form at that. Yeah, you. I got to be real. When Vince, Vince, his hair hasn't been the same since that. No, it hasn't. Nope. Well, he doesn't do the pomp anymore. No, because that was the. That's what I remember. It was the pomp, but now he just the. I remember when it was it's not the same when it was growing back and it was like a comb over and I was like maybe he really did have some plugs and extensions but I don't know it feels like I mean I don't know why it was looking back on that and just knowing what we know now about him or what we think we know it's kind of wild that he did that yeah you know that he shaved his head yeah well what's it's what was best for business at the time yeah did either of you guys watch the impact pay-per-view this weekend no I want I'm by the way it's the first time I'll ever say this. I wanted to see it. You sh- honestly, I, for, I watched most of it. I haven't watched. I still need to watch some of the rest of it. But I watched the last half of it, and it was really good. I like the new aesthetic. I like. The I new didn't. Se- li- I, that was actually the one thing I didn't like. I, I didn't liked like the way that looked. I, I don't think it looked too I'm not, indie. I'm not married to it, but I think it's different. You know, and I because I just hated the old Impact set. It looked small, no matter yeah. where you shot it. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was like. I mean. And this way, honestly, I think I might just need to get used to it. Still, I just need this way you get everybody close together, and it sounds louder. I mean, when you when you watch old Impact shows, it sounds like thirty people are there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Now, the reason I asked though is just because of uh, Sammy Callahan shaving his head. You guys mentioned the, sh- the which, head by the shaving. way, look, he doesn't. Look, it, it looks like it's a different person. He really does, right? Like when I saw the video of it, I was like, "That's Sammy Callahan." I, I know. Doesn't look anything like him. Kind of looks better without it, though. I th- he's 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 the kind of guy who can make anything work. He's he's the guy who made uneven curving of the f- of the hat brim tight. I guess. <laughs> you see how he does that? No, I he haven't. Like I don't curves, think I've noticed. He, whenever he wears a ball cap, he doesn't curve it just center down like that, like a normal person yeah. does. He does it curved like this. Oh, uh, okay. It's just to be why. Like, 
to be Sammy Callahan. I thought I you're know. not supposed to curve the hat anymore. Well, why, some of them why, come why, like why, why not? When you, why not? I thought you're like not supposed to. I thought you're supposed to like keep them straight now. Isn't that what people do? In 2000, what? maybe. What? I thought people don't do the like, like full. Did thing. you crank that Soldier Boy as well when you did that <laughs> with your hat? <laughs> no, I know the like dad hats have that. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the regular like. Well, ones. also new era hats aren't really like those. The flat brim aren't really popular anymore. People don't really wear them anymore. All right. Noted. I don't I'm new to the hat scene, so I'm, I'm more asking because I've been new to the hat scene. Yeah, it's so. all about flex fit or dad hats right now. Yeah. I have a kind of. I, like, been... I don't like the dad hat. Though. I wear it. I have it. I like it because it it covers your head more and I, stuff. Like, I, just... I don't like Bobby Lashley's da- flex fit hat. <laughs> I don't like it. What do you like, Bobby Lashley? Right now, though, he's Are, getting. I, I, is he I, getting over I, with you at all? It's, um, been, it's been a few weeks now. No, but no, but the reactions of the fans are very interesting to me. How He's been so? getting reactions. He has. Yeah. People have been cheering him. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. All right. Well, that's uh, there. That almost hit me in the eye. That, that was crazy. Okay, wait. Hold on one second. You guys keep discussing Bob Lashley while I go. You discuss Bob Lashley. He disgusts. I do disgusting, think, disgusting me. I would say. <laughs> I would say that. He's a lot less creepy than he was whenever he first got in and he was talking to his sisters. He has a li- Well, first off, the fact that anybody's going to be able to come back from that. Like, I mean, my hat's off to him. But you know what I really noticed this past week was without his, like, headband on, he really sweats a lot. That headband serves a great purpose in yes, his life. Yes, I guess he needs it. Like, I, I mean, I don't understand how he sees without that thing. So, uh, but I'm confused because I haven't really been paying I mean, I have been watching it, but yeah. my heart hasn't just been invested in the. Yeah. And I mean, the rumors of Paul Heyman writing that angle are interesting. Yeah. Very. And, um, yeah, the tape came undone and the cord fell. It was quite the scene. It almost hit me in also, the eyeball. Um, don't, we don't have to stop tape or anything. This is all Kastan. I like this. I like the natural. I like the natural. You guys are. Oh, I knocked them all over again. I like that you guys are all here with us. You're, you're going through this with us. Den, you're going you're gonna to see what it's like. Real TV. YouTube magic here. It's live, damn it. Yeah. Just get it in the ring. <laughs> it's the magic of the internet. You want to close the door, though? So... Yeah, I'm going to grab a carrot. Cool, cool. Pick that down. Thanks, dude. Um, but we were just basically talking about how he's a little less creepy. Yeah, he's less he, creepy than he whenever he's talking to the He's a little less creepy than the sister situation. Honestly, but to be we, completely honest I love you. The whole Roman Reigns <laughs> thing. Looking right at the camera. <laughs> what's funny to me is that, is that you would think that a feud with Sami Zayn would get Roman Reigns more over than a feud with Roman Reigns. You just said Roman Reigns. Well, I'm sorry, Reigns a Sami Zayn and, and a Bobby feud Lashley. with Bobby Lashley than a feud with Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, like to get Lashley over. Yeah. But this Roman Reigns-Lashley feud has really done so much more you know to help get him over. It? And you know what did it? The turning point for Bobby Lashley is when he won two weeks ago. Yeah. I was nobody say, thought he was going to win. I was going to say it was more when Roman Reigns started calling him Bob. Yeah. I think him calling him Bob for some reason has helped the situation a little bit. I do love that you call him Bob now, too. Yeah, it just stuck with me. It's just Bob now. All right. Because we already have a Bobby Roode. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I never really called him Bobby Lashley. I always called him Lashley. And he's the man without a finish. I never really called him. Suplex. That's his finisher. Well, no, but not anymore. Now it's he's spearing people now. I don't like it. Yeah, because it's now it's the battle of the spear. Oh, Uh -oh. you okay? It's been quite a first show today. Yeah, you guys all got that on video. That's what you guys are going to get on the YouTube Pro Wrestling Sheet channel. Oh, <laughs> good. Just you okay? You're good? Toys. The toys are toys all back. Are back. You guys okay here? <laughs> you good? Brown, you and your skinny legs, you good? You guys good over there? Okay, cool. 
Thank you, Dennis. Get these legs. I'm going to be closer to my buddy, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more like I don't it. like these skinny little bucks. Come here, Finn. <laughs> I, I might break I, one. I don't know them. <laughs> I shot 12 bucks this morning with my dad. <laughs> Did you see the video? I love the video this morning that Braun posted on his Instagram story. But am I the only one that wanted to see what other the the following video with his shoes? I wonder, wait, I only saw him pulling. I only saw him. No, you pull up, but then like it cuts it, like the it, it, the the Feet beginning jumps. of the second one. Yeah. Starts, oh, the one that I posted. Cuts. Yeah. Oh, that's it was someone else. Yes, because like there's the next snap or a story yeah. whatever he posted was no it wasn't a bunch him. of shoes it was someone else it's oh. it's it was uh it was sasha bangs's husband and i was like well ah. that's it was it, it, no there was i was like i want to see what else is happening <laughs> <laughs> no but let it, me for, see his shoes i tweeted the video from the wrestling shoot account that's what jamie's talking about but it's great for those of you who didn't see it it's braun and he bought he clearly bought a new house it looks like the front of mc hammer's house <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it did it's <laughs> it literally like, the like these giant I, well it's like i clearly he's in a gated community but it the video makes definitely makes it look that way. Like he's got like this giant compound he's bought, and it's got these golden gates basically like, open opening with a up to let him in. And he's just like, "Oh, Braun's moving on up. Monster, monster is going to be in the big time with now." This here clicker. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's so I, happy to have a clicker to get in the gate. I was a little bummed that he didn't have to climb a beanstalk to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. By the way, there are. If the, the fact that there's so many things WWE could do with the network, which, by the way, it's so insane to me that the network just runs whatever they just released on. If you just want to watch it yeah. live, why not just throw on random? You have enough. Just yeah. throw random shit on. Yeah, every just once all in the time. While. But they don't. No. But I'm saying, but they could also. Why have they done WWE version of Cribs yet? I don't know. I they they kind of did that for that show. Uh, what was that? Confidential. Confidential. Back in the day, they went to William Regal's house. Like, did you know William Regal loves lizards? I remember being like, well, this isn't quite the episode <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Not but. the great kickoff one. <laughs> like, I'd imagine if everybody's house, William Regal's would be the most boring. It'd just be a lot of books. I know, right? <laughs> I, I bet you Mean Jeans would mostly be vodka. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to the announcement. So um, Stephanie, then. So Vince. You know, he introduces Stephanie and Triple H. Stephanie and Triple H come out. They talk about everything the women have done. They bring the women forward. They announce Evolution. Uh, it's going to be at the Nassau Coliseum on October 28th. Um, it's going to feature the May Young Classic Finals, uh, the Raw, SmackDown, the NXT Women's Championship, and the NXT UK Women's Championships will all be defended at the show. That's a loaded card. Yeah, like that's an actual loaded card. I mean, I was and talking about this in the YouTube video that we did earlier this week with Roca, where you know, in the announcement they said there's going to be 50 women participating. Yeah, that's president. But they didn't say like it wasn't clear if like they meant 50 women are going to be wrestling or there's going to be like 50, 50 women involved. Involved? I would assume that would be a lot to cram into one card. Yeah, I think like, it's involved. I think it's involved. Like, as well. what is that even going to mean? Like, they're just going to do like they do at WrestleMania where they parade a few there might on be stage. A tag, there might be a tag match. There might be a battle royal. There might be I, backstage. I, I just feel like if they do a battle royal. It's way too similar to the women's Royal Rumble. No, and also the battle royal that they did at WrestleMania as well. Yeah, like they battle royal also just feels like such like a cop out. Yeah, yeah it's like okay, point. we get. You're gonna throw a bunch of we it's haven't like, seen in one match. In WWE, in general, uh, like a battle royal should never be on a pay per view. Like I, I feel like that's something that sets something up for a pay per view because you already have the the most important battle royal 
of all time in the Royal Rumble. So it's just like every other one is just kind of like it's not again, the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, which we'll talk about that. In a little bit. That's one of the topics I'm a, here. Like that. you know, honestly, there there was part of me at first when I heard the initial announcement, and I'm stoked for it. Yeah, like I, like I would never, I would never before before yeah. you get your actual opinion. I wanted to hear the most because okay. because when we watched the women's Royal Rumble. You were just kind of like grum faced the whole time. Well, and you were I was like, also well, really, I was really hungover. Yeah. I know, but you were very like, and had just gone through a breakup as well. <laughs> Holly, Holly, God damn it! <laughs> so many said the whole match. So was, I felt like I was gonna die. Okay, <laughs> both internally <laughs> and externally, my heart was broken. Um, no, but like, why is Vicky Guerrero here? <laughs> I here. The first thing I thought about was. Can like, and this is not something that's a discredit to the women. This is something I think about at every pay per view event now. Can they keep the crowd's excitement going the entire event? The, the last couple of pay per views, if it's not a big four, big five, or what do you want to refer to like the big dog pay per views as, they, they can be a little underwhelming and long. <laughs> big like a, dog pay per views, I like that. Well, Even with, with the men and women, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know, like Greatest Royal Rumble that dragged. You know, like I mean, like so. At the same time, it's just like. Will they be able to sustain the excitement level? That haven't been said. Once they started announcing stuff like the uh, NXT UK and, and other aspects like that, I was like, oh, okay, they're really going to make this like a like like a universal WWE women's event. And I think that will be enough to sustain the crowd. However, I'm I'm also curious. Have they sold tickets for this already? No. Okay, so like I, I'm 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 not trying to be anti-event. I'm curious actually to see. How the ticket sales go and how the crowd response goes to the entire event. Well, it's the, look at I as much as I'm pumped and people are pumped. I, I understand where you're coming from because there is look at as much as wrestling fans. There's a large portion of wrestlers who don't like women's wrestling. Like I like women's wrestling a lot, uh, but I know someone like my dad kind of like fast forwards yeah. through women's wrestling and stuff like that. So you know, I I have had the same uh, thoughts in my head as well. You yeah. know, I had someone else mention to me. The fact that they also, you know, they have a lot to. What's the word I'm looking for? They, 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 they have a lot riding on their well, first, here's on the first the, one's interview because yeah. if, if, if it's booked it poorly or the matches aren't good, if it's three hours of crappy matches, people are going to be pissed and it, yeah. and it might hinder that happening again in the future. Yeah. This is the issue that they have to deal with and overcome, and it's not a huge issue, and I don't think that they'll, that they'll have a huge problem doing it. It's just. Even though WWE has grown its audience by and large with the with the female audience, it's bigger than it ever has been. Yeah, by no question. Absolutely. But men still are the majority, still. And whenever I find out about people that aren't as interested in women's wrestling as others, say as yourself, it's not so much that it's like, oh, that's girl shit. No, not at all. It's because a lot of fans want to relate to the people they're watching, whether it be a heroine on a hero on TV yeah. or a main character in a video game. They want to relate to the person that they're they want to live through that. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by and large, men, not because they don't want to and it's not a sexist thing or anything that just it's a it's a completely different species of person. Yeah. You know, so they can't relate like they don't. It's it's weird to say that. I mean, this I mean, this is just what, from what I've observed. Yeah, like it's not so much like, like oh no, like they they want the women to have opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing what they've done in the past few years. But the fact of the matter is, is that I like these people can't look at 
like they look at Stone Cold Steve Austin because that's the everyman. Yeah. You know, and it's by and large back then, especially back then. It was yeah. nothing but men, you know? They relate to the guy who's being shit on by his boss. That yeah. they want they want to live through that. They can't really live through that with a woman. I yeah. mean, it's and I'm not saying that it's it's neither right or wrong. It's just perception. Well, to some extent, like you know, when I think about this event, like you know, Mike, I have similar concerns as you, and 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 others as well. And part of me now, you know, is thinking it's like, are they really? seriously trying to grow that other demographic of their business? Are they really trying to make us like, hey, we want this arena to be packed with girls, actually? Or if it's something where they're just like, no, we want our continual fan base just to like this as well. So, like, I mean, I'd be interested. Like, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out on the demographical breakdown of that audience that goes to it, that's a big fan of it, that tweets about it, that responds to it. I'm really interested just to see, like, what those numbers are and and kind of how that the audience – Fragments in the ways that it does well, f- for this event. Because they can't rely on just females buying tickets. They can't. No. That would be a horrible, horrible, horrible decision. Because they won't sell. It won't sell out. If they I just... really – I hope my, my, my positive side, the, the, just the, the positive person in me hopes that this pulls like an all-in and just sells out instantly. Which would be yeah. awesome. That's what I'm really hoping happens. That would be incredible. Because yeah. that, that would really be would amazing. send a message. Uh, I think that it really would – Show the WWE that there is uh, an audience for this, and might even lead to an all women show. Yeah, which that sound. I mean, if that were to happen and it sells out, amazing. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement that we want them. To, we want that show to be a success. How do right? you? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Let's say they did do an all women show. Let's say this. Let's say that happened. Let's say this. What do you mean? Was like they are doing it. No, 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 no. Like a like a weekly. television weekly. Like oh, you mean like a new show? Like a two hundred five okay. live like episodic for women. Got it. Women exclusive. Let's say they were going to do that. Let's say this pay per view super successful. Yeah. Uh, Roke and I were discussing this uh, on the YouTube video that we did as well. But I want to get your guys' sure. opinion here. How would you foresee that happening? Do you think that they would take the women off of Raw or SmackDown and have them spearhead that show, or do you think they would use the talent? That is available from NXT and the Performance Center. In the end of the day, WWE is a drama. It's a soap opera. Yeah. And in order for a lot of stories to work, you need a female presence. Yeah. You need a love interest. Yep. And when you lose that, you get only, I'm going to beat you up for the belt. Yeah. You know? Yep. That's all you get. Which gets old really fast. Very. And um, But I'm also a little concerned because what WWE is good at is capitalizing off a series of moments. And they did just case in point with the Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic, by and large, was incredible. We yep. saw nothing of that when they made the cruise with 205 yeah. Live. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Except for the colors. Yeah. And I find. It's gotten back to it a little bit. But yes. But, but, I yeah. Mean, yeah. They've made conscious efforts and the matches have gotten far more exciting, but nowhere near touching the level of the Cruiserweight no, Classic. No, not at all. And. Even production-wise, production because they had the cool video packages and stuff and like that. And because they had that one thing to focus on. Yeah. When I think it becomes part of the schedule and part of the, okay, we've got to do this and we got to do that and we got to do that, less and less and less effort and passion and drive will be going into those shows, yeah. much like with 205 Live. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I would also suggest that they do do that. I'm totally cool with it. For God's sake, somebody's got to get Sasha Banks an acting coach. Watching her on like try to act like this storyline right now, which is bizarre. It's 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 bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Watching the storyline with her and Bailey, I was just like, they have great matches together, and they have horrible vignettes together. Yeah, well, the whole that whole 
I love you thing was so weird. Because it came out of nowhere. It was like, I love you, but... Wait, what? They had like this... Epic heel turn that was taking place, and then they just blew it off, and they went like Doctor Shelby, and they just like they did all these things where I was just like, no, 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 no. I just don't like to talk about my feelings. And I just like. I, they, by the way, I love Doctor Shelby. By the way, I'm glad they brought Shelby back. But, but enough. At a certain point, it's like I'm curious. Is like, is it a woman who's writing that stuff for them? Is no. it going to be female writers then writing the show? Because I would suggest. That's pr- if you're going to have a show with women with an intended audience that is going to be largely women, you're going to need a female writing staff for that because there's yes. no way a dude could ever write about the feelings of a woman nope. and, and, and accurately capture nope, ever. Nope, nope. Not in a million years. Ever. And the, and, the, and as far as I know right now, the current writing team is all men. Um, yeah, I believe so. It, it it wouldn't surprise me just based off of that storyline and like it, you know it's like uh, it's not necessarily. The highest quality of acting or 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 dialogue, but uh, it's one man's opinion, and I'm a man, so maybe, well, maybe what my about, opinion's less valid. What about the idea of women's tag team titles? Then they, I wasn't. Uh, uh, they need more women, first off. Yeah, like you can't make a tag. Like how well, many they women? They do have a lot of women. There's tag five, teams. maybe five women on each roster. Well, I'm trying to think. There's like the iconics. There's, there's a solid ten on each roster. Yeah, they they could they could do it. I, I read like a list. I remember someone put a list together of all the women's tag teams, and I thought to myself, they could do that. Um, I would like more people, but when when the the rumored comment that Stephanie thinks that they're not ready, yeah, I don't I don't. Agree this with is what that. she said. So so she did an interview with Sky Sports, and they asked. They were it was about Evolution, and when they asked about the possibility of introducing women's tag team titles stephanie said not quite yet i'm I'm sorry if they thought about you know having women's tag team titles defended on this show she said not quite yet but that's absolutely something we've heard loud and clear from our fan base and it's something we're keen on implementing as soon as we are able to well um i hope they do it because i i mean other than i just don't maybe they don't have one made yet (laughs) but um i think it's I, I, don't, I don't know what they're waiting for. Well, she said she also said, we, we want to make sure our superstars get the spotlight they deserve. But if it makes sense, then absolutely, that's yet to be determined, is basically what she said. Were they saying it. there's maybe too many belts? That, honestly, that's how I look at it. Because they're, they're really – look, it, I am all for women's tag team titles. But it, there's just so many titles on yeah. all the shows yeah. that, like – I mean, there's, like, New Japan level of yeah. title, title counts. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like every time I watch – heavyweight, six-man tag open, title. Oh, never open, middleweight on a Tuesday title. Beltless <laughs> title. It's like, but, like if anything, at a certain point, it would become, like – it would be unique if you don't have a title. Part- remember- participation title. <laughs> I remember the first Wrestle Kingdom I ever watched. I was like, everybody's a champion. <laughs> Every, yeah, everybody, there's, there's the there's the junior heavyweight tag team. There's two tag team champions. Nobody goes home unhappy in New Japan. No, I guess not. And then like, um, I mean, there's an and then there's the Intercontinental. Then there's the U.S. US then it's oh my god, it's there's so many. Well, I, I honestly, I honestly feel that same way about WWE as well. You know, like I mean, I like I, I'm remember back in the day whenever they introduced the European title. And I remember being like, holy crap, a new belt. And I was, you know, a teenager at the time when that happened. And I remember thinking even at the time, I was like, this isn't very important. This belt doesn't really matter you that mean much. mean Xbox belt? Yeah, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> he was the only one who wore the I mean, Like, I can't remember who the last one was to have that title even. The only time I really actually felt that, like that title had prominence was whenever if somebody was like the Eurocontinental champion, they had both the European and the Intercontinental at the same time. 
but but I, I'm with you on like the belt dilution. Like I I I would prefer that that they get rid of one of the females titles and have tag titles and have those champions go across shows or something like that. Since the as you said, the women's rosters are a little bit limited in terms of the number of them compared there. to the men absolutely. so so it actually in, in that case if you eliminated one women's singles champion and then made a tag team championship then at least you'd have tag teams and singles but they wouldn't be two sets of singles cha- you know like title runs going on at the same time you know so like i mean I, that's the only way that i could really see it work I, it worries me a little bit when they're like nxt uk female champion i'm like Damn, that's getting real granular. Yeah, right yeah that's how I felt too. It's like it's getting real deep down the chain there. Like NXT UK Women's like, Champion. You're the NWA Missouri Champion. <laughs> it's just like, what does that belt mean? The, the, the NWA Wild Side yeah, Championship. Was like, like, wait, what? Why? You get a belt. <laughs> and you get a belt? As uh, former WWE talent here tweeting about, or she was on Instagram actually, uh, about, about evolution. It's Melina. Okay. Saying. Ooh. Did people, she scream? People keep asking me about evolution. I don't know. Can this air handle the wildcat? <laughs> when were you the wildcat? <laughs> <laughs> Where did this nickname come from? Settle down, wildcat. Settle Where down. did this nickname come from? Isn't this shit hashtag my savagery ain't PG? Yeah. By the way, did you notice I've been posting on the Wrestling She Instagram account again? Yes. Well done. You like that? Yeah. that has those videos been good? Yeah. yeah. I right. feel a little bad for Melina because I feel like had she been in this Why era, would you say no? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, if they're inviting you, say yes. Yeah, I mean, if they do, you better yeah, take that this job. This is your only shot at relevance again. <laughs> Sorry, what have you been for real? But I'm not trying to knock the girl, but she hasn't really been doing much of anything lately. It's been she has not been in the limelight for a very, very long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone who is in the limelight right now is Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, I feel like, has been kind of the talk of wrestling this it really week. has. Uh, so, for those of you who maybe are unfamiliar, Matt Riddle is a former UFC fighter, but he is also a Badass pro wrestler. Dude is probably one of the best wrestlers on, on arguably, the independent scene right now. Put on arguably one of the most interesting shows, WrestleMania weekend. The, the Bloodsport, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny. In this interview with X-Pac, he was talking about doing Joey Janela's show during WrestleMania weekend and wrestling Ellsworth and how Ellsworth was all like – he basically – Said that Riddle was wrestling Ellsworth. Yeah, Riddle wrestled Ellsworth WrestleMania weekend at Joey Janela's uh, whatever the fuck. And what a random match! It was a random match. It was a, it was fun, and but he says that there were people who told him Matt Riddle says people told Matt says people told him that uh, basically tried to get him to beat Ellsworth up for real <laughs> to send a message like uh, like a message like a WWE thing kind of, and he was like. Why the fuck would I what do kind that? Of, what like, kind of a message would that yeah, be? Like, what kind of message I'm highly like, unprofessional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to beat up somebody much smaller than like, I am. Like, I'm a UFC fighter. I obviously could beat the shit out of James Ellsworth. And so it sounded like that got to James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth was, like, nervous that Matt was going <laughs> to shoot on him. So he was super, like, respectful and stuff like that. But it, it was actually... It was a really good interview. The interview with X-Pac that Matt Riddle did uh, I mean, this week is awesome. I mean, he must have never met Matt Riddle before because... <laughs> so chill. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you would never think that he would do that. But, okay, so it all... It all kind of started percolating the rumors this week when Matt started dropping out of different uh, indie events. He dropped out of an OTT wrestling event in Ireland the same weekend as SummerSlam. He dropped out of PWG's Battle of Los Angeles. Honestly, when that happened, that's when I was that's like, "That's the big dog." That's right when there. I was like, "Oh, okay, something's happening here." You know, something. Nobody is, pulls out a bull. You don't just pull out a bull. Like honestly, WWE is even cool usually with you, you know, finishing your finishing dates. your commitments. So. 
that's the one thing that's been confusing to me in all of this is that the the almost obvious nature of it at this point. You know, even this interview with X Pac. I, I mean, I listened to it. It seemed pretty obvious to me that he's going to WWE just from listening to the interview. I mean, he basically uh, they dressed the elf in the room. It was like, oh, can you talk about your free agent status or something like that? And he said, well, I'm in a really good position right now. I work with Evolve on a regular basis, and they have a great relationship with WWE. And then he started talking about how he basically felt like he was stuck in his career for the past couple of years, and he wasn't really moving forward. But now that's all kind of changing for him. He said, from what I've gathered and from what I've heard from everybody, everybody's at the point where they all want me. And I think they're all big fans of Matt Riddle. I think it's my time to make the right decision. Do it, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, but then later in the interview, I mean, he was really talking in depth about all this. You know, one thing I found interesting is he basically said, because I don't know, you know, I actually, when Matt left, got fired from UFC and went to do wrestling, was starting to do wrestling, I actually was reported on his first day of training. Like, I remember at TMZ, I thought it was an interesting story. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he was training, I want to say he was training with Blue Meanie for a minute. Um, and so I remember I was, I've been following his career since day did one. Did they publish that story? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, we did that story at TMZ. It was like a, it was like a gallery of his first day at training or whatever. And it was, but basically he said that prior to that, when he went to the WWE tryout, that he did everything, and then they kind of like strung him along, strung him along for six months. That well, Johnny he had Ace, that interesting conversation with Triple H. Which one? The one where he said, um, "Hey, I the I well, fuck." When they like introduced themselves, and Matt said something like, "Well, it's like, well, uh, well, I say, uh, I'm, ah, shit." Now blanking, I want to know. I know. I want to know too. I saw your tweet about it, and I was yeah, wondering what it was too. Tweeted at like, hold on, I'm gonna bring it up. We we'll keep talking. Uh, so, but basically, he, he said in the interview that he felt like he was kind of he got strung along for six yeah. months, and then at the end, Johnny Ace was basically like, "Well, hey, like we're gonna have to, you know, we're not gonna end up signing you." So, and he said that he didn't act pissed on the phone, but that he said like in the back of his mind, he thought to himself, "Well, I'm gonna make them regret this. Yeah, I'm gonna make them pay a lot more money for it down the line." And so he talked about how people. He feels like a lot of people. There are a lot of people who get signed to WWE to to work out, you know, to train at the Performance Center that get signed too early before they have learned their identity, before yeah. they know oh, what yeah. their character is going to be. Okay. You figured it out I, now because I, I, I got the transcript. Of well, finish the statement. So yes. then, so he said that he basically like that that they go there too early. They haven't discovered their identity yet, and that he's happy that that ended up happening because he went out there. Had to do his own thing yeah. and really figured out his identity. Dude and now, created a name for himself yeah. in the wrestling industry. You know, like, I mean, that's not the easiest thing to do. Like, I mean, a lot of people from UFC say they want to come into the world of wrestling, but like, that's not that there's very little transition in that direction, in either of those directions. You know? So, what was this conversation? I want so to hear this now, too. He, Matt Riddle was asked to come to an NXT show a few years ago, and Triple H comes up to him and he says, I had, in quote, very few words. I talked to Triple H probably a year ago. It was last year's Royal Rumble, not this year's Royal Rumble. He came up to me at an Evolve event. He goes, hey, I appreciate what you're doing here. I look at him and I go, I appreciate what you're doing here. Then he looked at me kind of weird and he goes, I just want to thank you for everything you've done. And I go, I just want to thank you for everything you've done. (laughs) And he looked at me weird and walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about this. You know. He also said in the interview that he knows that he has stuff to learn in wrestling. He's like, look, I'm more of like a, 
a, some, you know, grapple-based guy. You know, I, like, fight. It's physically mm-hmm. a fight. But I know that, like, I got to learn how to do a legit clothesline. Like, I have to learn how to do, you know, how to play to the camera, how to look at the hard cam. He's like, you know, at wrestling events, there's a hard cam, obviously, but it's a lot different than what it is yeah. in WWE. Yeah. Um, so, in my opinion, I've, since the first time I ever became aware of Matt Riddle, like, I'm sorry, not since... There was the time when I reported on him, obviously, but since he kind of like then got into Evolve and started putting on awesome matches, and I really saw that like this wasn't just some former UFC fighter who was trying to get in WWE. This was someone who had insane amounts of talent that just so much potential within him. Very Kurt Angle like in that sense, where he really picked up on it really fast. Yeah. Um, and and I, in my opinion. I could see him having a very similar career trajectory as Kurt Angle in, in that sense of, like, when he gets there, I feel like he's going to just be a huge deal. Well, from what – I'm really curious how they package him because we've seen – he's sort of – not exactly, but you see a lot of Rob Van Dam in him. Yeah. And we've seen – and also heard from multiple podcast interviews with him, whether he was whether whatever podcast he's on, or even just the one episode of something to wrestle with all about Rob Van Dam. They don't really react well in terms of the office. It's maybe different now, but they don't really react well with the. I'm just ha- I'm I'm just chill, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to be here. I'm not trying to beat anybody up, like because yeah. they don't get it. They don't yeah. understand. Vince didn't know what 420 was when you first signed Rob Van Dam. Yeah, and <laughs> and he. And so they don't know – they only know how I'm going to beat you up because I don't like you. Yeah. They don't like the guy like, I'm just here to make money, man, and yeah. I'm not trying to start beef with anybody. You know, that's what Matt Riddle is. Yeah. yeah. And even though incredible athlete, has the look, the size, everything that Vince wants. And he doesn't wear – do you think they make him wear shoes? I hope not, but they're going – Yeah, no, they, they're they, going – They, they made Rusev they, wear they will, shoes. They will eventually. They made Snooker wear shoes eventually. Yeah. I mean, like – I, I could see that happening. You know, like, well, you know what? That's, what's funny is, is like, okay, so they don't know, didn't know what to do with Rob Van Dam when he first came in and everything like that. It's a way different time now. Um, in, in that, like, I feel like, you, uh, not that they necessarily like encourage a uh, 420 attitude backstage. I would assume that they don't. But I, I feel like there's actually that's a, that could be a really killer character where it's somebody who's just kind of like this chill, kickback guy who can kill you, mm-hmm. who can just destroy you. You know, who seems really chill and kickback, but then when you get in the ring, he kills you. You know, there's something that they could play with on that, too. So, like, I, I don't know if they take it that way and everything. Because, like, anybody who has a UFC background, I feel like they're going to paint, like, you know, Brock or, like, Lashley. Or... I, I don't see him being as dominant. I don't see them be- building him as a monster. Yeah. Because he's just not. Yeah, he's not. And uh... Well, he was on – okay, he was on a winning streak in UFC when he got – when he got fired, it's not like he got fired from UFC because it's he was def- losing or anything like that. Very different environment. He though. is a he is just as much of a beast as Brock Lesnar. Like he could honestly kick the shit out of almost every guy in WWE. Probably that's not the same thing. Like ability, sure, yeah, but look, not at all, not at all. Nice, like you don't look at Matt Riddle and you're and you're like, oh my god, like like he, you look at him like that dude's in shape. But I also want to be friends with True. him. True, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't look at Brock Lesnar and you'd be like, I want to get a beer with Brock no, Lesnar. No, no, you know no, what? No. You want to get like an ice cream cone with but that. But I riddle. do think there's two different kinds of well, there's multiple kinds of wrestlers that that are successful. But I think one of the most one of the wrestlers that that one of the things you look for in a popular wrestler, a wrestler who's going to get over with everybody, is someone that girls want to have sex with, that guys want to be friends with. You know, and I think Matt Riddle falls in that in that perfectly. But I we mean, also like, know that Vince likes to throw labels on people. Yeah, but he's like a hot. He's like a, he's like a good looking young blonde dude. That's like right up Vince's alley. That's like yeah. like honestly, I said, he I, has the like look. He might not be as 
bulky as Hulk Hogan, obviously, but he's got that like young surfer buff dude oh, look. Exactly. And, and by the way, American is American as fuck. We have seen star. we have seen when talent goes to the performance center, they get in shape. Yeah, yes. Even the guys who are sort of skinny fat. True. They lose that shit. I mean, look at the, look at it. Carl Anderson, for God's sake. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All both of them, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Like the it, it, when they when and I mean everybody just gets in suit because when you get this facility, yeah, you just fucking go. Cassius Ono, maybe not, maybe but, not, but, but not uh, everybody needs to. It's not like JBL was some modicum or some bastion. No, or, he was, but like Ch- Champa. Like, Chompa. look at Ciampa now yeah, compared true. to Ciampa when he got signed. I mean, Ciampa, I mean, granted, he had a year off to just focus on getting big. And tan. And tan. Also, <laughs> speaking of that. He got real tan. Speaking of that, I love because Ciampa won the belt. Obviously, yep. won the NXT title It's this not a week. spoiler. It's not a spoiler anymore. It happens out. Sorry. If you didn't watch it, I'm sorry. It was yeah, yesterday. Sorry. Um, That's life. But I love that Triple H posted a picture of him and Ciampa just for, like for extremely for, popular due to extremely popular demand. He He's posted, like, I'm gonna like, have the to posing do this. picture with I'm him gonna have and to Ciampa. do this every time we crown a champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's Ciampa great. looks so much like my friend Jordy, who has like the same beard. They have like the same beard and face. I'll send you guys a picture. But of then who that is yeah. What? Why would you tell him? Well, who knows who that is? He looks like Adrian Neville more so when it, when he didn't shave. When you look that one picture when he was an extra on SmackDown of uh, uh, Ciampa, he looks like Neville. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, not the nose. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Wait, you got to pull this guy's picture up, and then you got to show everyone on YouTube now. I'll, I'll find it for next week. <laughs> okay. Good. Tune in next week. Tune in next week for my friend Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Riveting television. All right, right, so I hope I hope that we see Matt Riddle at Bro- NXT Brooklyn. Um, I Just him in the crowd. Yeah. And it's funny because he's one of the only ones who has already been seen in that shot, you know, because he was in the background. Remember, like he was on a brook, like it was. Yeah, like he a, was just. He was in the background. It may have been that drinking. show. It may have been that show when Triple H came up to him and talked to him. Maybe it might have been, but I love that. I love that he was already in one of those shots technically. So uh, yeah, it's perfect. I love it. Um, okay, so moving topics here. Let's talk about. Uh, you know, we're running lower on time because I chatted and blah 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 blah, but. We got a few things here. What do you guys want to talk about here? Let's see. We've got <laughs> got Elias's album. Yeah. One more. I mean, what? okay. I didn't enough. listen to it, so I can't really talk. Yeah. About well, it. there we go. That one's off. Uh, we've got around how much WWE actually got paid for Greatest Royal Rumble. Interesting. I would uh, want to know that. Okay. Uh, Draws and D'Lo Brown announcing that they're going to be doing their first time ever dual photo op together. Of course course it's the first time. Tell us how much they made off of the greatest Royal Rumble. We'll talk about it for a second. And then we'll go into D'Lo and okay. Draws. Okay, I think D'Lo and Draws is, is that's the that's that's money. Uh, we'll save it until after the, how much okay. they make. Save it for the segment. So basically, okay, so WWE put out their uh, second quarter earnings report today, and I love this because. They in in the in the category where greatest Royal Rumble resides was under a category of other in the media segment of the earnings report, but last year that same section was twelve million. Or sorry, last quarter it was twelve million dollars for that same. You know, guess how much it was now? From twelve. From twelve. Uh. 28. Yeah. Way higher. Whoa, 50. really? <laughs> 40. Higher. Whoa, 45. Higher. What? 
guy's got a lot of money. Forty nine. <laughs> it went from twelve million in three months of two thousand seventeen to sixty one million in two thousand eighteen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to put on your own WWE show. <laughs> Just get a good sixty, or, or how many? Oh, so, so that means basically math, it whatever. was like forty. They, they got upwards of forty million dollars yeah. for wow. the event. Wow, isn't that so? Crazy? If you got forty million dollars to spend, uh, well, for comparison, to- for comparison, guess how much? Because in the same earnings report, it, WrestleMania is listed. Oh, how much they made for uh, WrestleMania? Yeah. Thirty-seven, twenty. It was fourteen point one million <laughs> for WrestleMania thirty-four, and upwards of. 40 million for Greatest Royal Rumble. Now you so, all know. If you all wanted to know why it felt like Greatest Royal Rumble suddenly became more important than WrestleMania, there's your answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you're like, wondering what all this back about people complaining about, like, all oh, the rights of people that, that are performing there, if you think they're going to stop doing that, you're 100% wrong. Aren't they're, you worried about the negative feedback? No. We made $40 million. We just made so much fucking money. We made absolutely In a night. In a night. We just got three WrestleManias worth of money. (laughs) That's crazy. I can't believe that. Isn't that insane? That has to be like – I would be interested to see – I mean, that has to be the highest pro wrestling gate of all time. If they don't put out a 24 on the Greatest Royal Rumble, they're, they're tripping. They can't. Why not? Just because of all the controversy around it. They They filmed everything. You're right. You they, are they right. They filmed everything. I mean, I guess for next year wow. they could do one. That's that's astronomical. I can't. I'm in disbelief about that. It's, it's honestly, it's insane. Like now you understand why they brought back Rey Mysterio, why they flew out all these people, why they did all these things. Like it, it, it all makes sense. I mean, now. on a single day level, because they had the money. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a single day level, that's more money than most blockbuster films make when it comes down to it. In a in single a day. In, a, in, a, in a day, you know, like so that's crazy. That's that's like I'm curious to see what Melbourne's what Melbourne's going to do then. That's a good point. I'd be willing. That. I'd be interested to see how much like if you broke it out based off of time, like how much every second was worth, how much Titus O'Neil's slide was worth at that event. <laughs> Titus O'Neil has that slide was uh, like that's, which, someone by the who's way, better with math than the me way, can do that. I would love that. That's like by a forty thousand dollars slide. By the way, tell me the most mem- memorable moment from Greatest Royal Rumble. Titus, yeah, that's, slide that. That's the moment. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> of a forty million dollars show. Yeah, Titus O'Neil sliding under the ring. Yeah, good for Titus. Not the cage match with Brock Lesnar. No, not. not the, <laughs> I would suggest that nothing about Greatest Royal Rumble outside of that slide had any relevance on the remainder of WWE. It college. was like that, it was a glorified it was like that, and Daniel Bryan finally being used correctly in a yeah. Royal Rumble. That wasn't actually the real Royal Rumble, so it didn't yeah, fucking matter didn't anyways. Matter, nope. So, yeah, t- Titus was – yeah, that was the highlight for sure. Wow. Somebody figure out how yeah. much that slide is worth. I'd love to know that. I would love to hear that math. Someone I'm going to guess $37,000 is what that slide is. expensive slide the most, Oh, for sure. What That's like it's saying here. It says hey, – And by the way, I just want to touch on this for a second because I think it's so dope that I've never seen anybody do this. In this way, because there have been people who have gotten over without the WWE plenty of times, but I've never seen somebody, somebody's real life, like, I've never seen some, Jim Helwig get over more than the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. But Dad Titus O'Neil, Charity Titus O'Neil, yeah. Thaddeus is way more over For sure. than, prime t- than prime time player. You know or- what, though? This week on Raw... 
was the most I ever felt like he was over he got on a reaction. Raw. Like he, it was the and first. Even, even they treated him seriously. The way they had Apollo hype him up of like this guy did everything for my career. Like this guy taught me, this, and I was like, and then like this guy's lasted more. And you were just sitting there thinking like. He has he been has, here for a he while. He has been there. No, but he showed up you on NXT season two. Titus O'Neil more. He's been around since NXT season two, which was like 2009 or yeah. something like that. Like, he's been around the block No, already. absolutely. I mean, his tag team partner's gone. You know, this is what like, we were talking about. We talked about this many, many moons ago now at this point. But, like, Heath Slater has been around since NXT season one, and he was in FCW yeah, was just, that. Yeah. That guy's had a long tenure. Like, when you see pictures of him now backstage with Jinder and um, and with McIntyre uh, and Drew, like, he just, like... I forgot that happened. I, me too. And I'm just like, <laughs> dang, like, he stood the test of time somehow. And, and feeding his kids. I'm all for it. I love Titus. Yeah. Titus is a great human No, for being. sure. Like, I, I, I think he's a great character. Like, I, yeah, I, me too. I honestly like him a lot. I don't necessarily think that, you know, they've played the character in the way that they could have and everything like that. But do, again, you, do you guys agree with me that this was kind of like the best they'd ever used Titus Rule in a serious, like, yes, a, in a and serious the way? But yeah. by the way, did you hear that mini pop that, that Apollo's Inzinguri got? Yeah. They got a great reaction. They, I, I also liked the way Dana was used. Like, I liked when they had that thing and the Authors of Pain, like, talked shit about. Which they had to hold them. her back. They had to hold her back. Yeah. Like, that, it wasn't her holding them. I loved that. Then they were like, hey, hey hold on. Let's go. Let's Man, go. But talking that, about having to reboot the artist, our, Authors of Pain. I know. Man. They have been used. They gave them the microphone. I know. Who told them to do that? That was the first time we were like, "Oh yeah, well, that's like they should have kept Paul." It's like when they yeah. had uh, when they had WWECW and they're like, "We're gonna have Sabu talk." It's like he's never talked. Yeah, it's like that's why would you do that? that? He doesn't talk. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about this other thing here. Yes, this is this was bizarre. fucking wild. This yeah. bizarre, and people were like, obviously, as Twitter does, people were. Surprised at my surprise over this, and I was I, honestly even the people here in the office. I showed a few people here, it's, and they weren't as blown away by it as I was. When but, you showed me, I was like, "Is this like a, a Photoshop fan creation?" <laughs> I thought when I first read it, I thought is, this better not be at all in. So okay, like, I was like, "Is this at all?" <laughs> so okay, so a company called a company called Standalone Wrestling announced very fitting name that yeah. they're gonna at Oof. their event called. Boardwalk beatdown that draws and D'Lo Brown are going to be doing uh, a why photo walk you, together. Why did you enunciate boardwalk so weird? Where, what, what do you mean? Where? You said boardwalk, just boardwalk. It's one word. Did you get it? Yes, yeah, but we did. But, but it was also to... called stand alone wrestling. There yeah. we go. That's why. Did you get it so now? You're trying to make a pun. Well, I was... No, I wasn't making a pun. I just think that it's a weird coincidence that it had multiple things about it is. walk and it standalone is. and like and and then they they, they I, look Conti- at, continue though. Like, I provide I, the context. Look, at, look at, I look. At, I am okay. Yeah, I'll provide context. They announced that Draws and D'Lo Brown are going to be doing a photo op together. Now, for those of you who might not we understand why listeners. that is, yeah, for those of you who might not understand why that's con- weird to do. Um, Draws at a was tape. paralyzed in 1999 after D'Lo Brown did a powerbomb to him. It was a running. That. It was a running powerbomb. The, the one that sky did, high. The, no, no, the running no. powerbomb. So he was, sky high was the other one. Yeah. And so yeah. So he was executing a running powerbomb. Draws slipped down. Similar to like a Liger bomb, like where like, you do the and, the, and it, it never aired. It was it was no. during a taping. I think it was during a raw. Smackdown. Tape. It was Smackdown. It was a Smackdown. I looked taping? it up. This it week, was yeah. um, But but that's why it didn't air because it was days before. I thought maybe it would be like when they taped raw on Tuesday after they did the live. Yeah. Regardless, though, but like, yeah, Draws has been 
he was paralyzed immediately after that, and he worked behind the scenes for for WWE.com, I believe, for many many years after and, that. And I also look at like I get that he's never held a grudge against D'Lo. I get that, that like, that's great that he like is able to live his life and not be held down by that. But I just don't understand why anyone would pay money. To want to take a photo with those two guys yeah. to commemorate that moment. It's, I don't know why anybody would want to go take a picture of Christopher Reeve and the horse. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Oh, my God. I've been trying in my head to equate it to, like, what that would be like. And that's That it. is We're, 100% wait, what it would be like. Was that a thing? Yeah, Christopher yeah, Reeve got, got paralyzed. No, no, I know, but like I, th- no, it's I, I thought there was, a, was there a photo shoot with him and the horse. No, I'm saying, is but that's what it is. Shoot of Christopher Reeve and the horse. I was like, Christopher Reeve would never do that. It's just Chris <laughs> he was an advocate. It's like, <laughs> I, may, I may be paralyzed, but he's glue now. Holding <laughs> 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 up a glue bottle. He looks like a picture of me in a glue bottle. We're, that's fucked. We're so bad. But <laughs> may Christopher Reeve rest in peace. Yes, R.I.P. Superman forever. R.I.P. Superman, but, uh, yeah, so I just, yeah, like, I don't, the the setting up of this meet and greet was so confusing to me, and then, you know, all the comments in the post were like, uh, what? Or like, I was, one guy even said, I'm the one who made a joke about, because I guess, from what I put together, Draws and D'Lo were both going to be at this event already. So it wasn't announced before. No, I think what it was, they were separately announced for the event. And from what I put together on Twitter, or sorry, on, on Facebook, they were separately announced for the event. And then some guy made a joke like, well, you guys should do a photo op with, with you draws know, Draws and D'Lo. And, and the promoter took it seriously and then told them, and they were like, yeah, we should do that. And so they, and they, they, and then they yeah, set this up. But like, so, because the guy said like, hey, I was just like, joking about this you know like i when i made that joke it wasn't like i actually thought they were gonna do it and and he was like well no i told the talent about it and they thought it was great so we're gonna do it and you know he, he said the talent are choosing to do this it's a beautiful thing that such a sad situation can be moved on from but hey you must know everything hey right. but it's such a it's such a weird meta sort of thing that only pro wrestling fans would be into yes but by like, the way picture the visual yes that's you're gonna be you're standing gonna next be... to a, a, a paraplegic yeah you're literally, and, and you're all going to be sitting there smiling together next to the guy who did it. Who yeah. did it? I just, I just don't understand the appeal of that. Like, you know, I'd be, I'd much prefer to take a picture with Virgil at Olive Garden than I would to take a picture with Velo. Much yes. prefer to take a picture with Virgil fucking anywhere. And what do you do? This. Smile. That's what I want to know. <laughs> like one of these. Like, hey, Velo, can you can you pick me up and put me in a powerbomb position? Oh my god! You know, like, what are they gonna do? That's yeah. what else they do in that situation. Hey. Oh, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not puke. even gonna. I'm, I'm gonna sorry. puke. Yeah, I like how you look at me because you know there's a camera now there. So you you gave me I this. Just, like nah. I'm not even gonna say it. No. He's jimming it right now. <laughs> okay. I hate it. Never mind. I want to say it. <laughs> say it. What? Oh no, I'm scared. Draws is healed, and he stands up. Oh my god! And challenges <laughs> Devo. D-Lo. <laughs> he challenges Devo and then they to a sing off. <laughs> yeah. No, he challenges D-Lo to a match. But, uh, that wasn't even offensive. It just didn't make sense. You think he was willingly sitting in a entro- chair his, this whole time? His limbs would be He's, atrophied. Hey, and, like, this he- is the long con. <laughs> and this oh, is man. the longest angle of all time. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say I agree with the fact that uh, this – Oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. You just threw up that really I'm so, I'm weird. So, I'm sorry, like, but that would be incredible. <laughs> what do you do in that picture, though? Like, 
Like, like do like, you smile? Like, is it going to be? <laughs> 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 For those of you not watching on YouTube, it's just Jamie and Eli doing the two, two sweets. <laughs> They're just two sweeties. Isn't that won. like what the standard wrestling? Fan I, w- I would is? say if, my, if I was going to do it, if I was going to take this picture, what I would do is I would put draws in a sleeper, and I'd have D'Lo put me in a sleeper, and we'd kind of be like a totem pole type situation. Well, that's I probably mean, what else I'd can you that. do? Yeah, like I mean, you that know? gets us all. It's fun. It's fun. That's, my, that's the main thing. It's fun. Oh man, guys. Well, um. Bless their hearts. I hope that they make forty million dollars off this. All of the greatest Royal Rumble. I hope they make forty dollars off of it at least. I mean, I hope someone takes the picture. It'd be sad if no one takes. I I get it if no one does. I'd be too scared. (laughs) Would you post that on your Instagram? I mean, at this point, I would now because I talked about it so much. But I wouldn't have done that if I uh, prior. It's like out of context. It's like, yeah. oh, who are these people? Oh. oh, this is one of my favorite wrestlers when I was growing up, and that's the guy that paralyzed. Me. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite wrestler. He used to puke. Yeah. And, and then this is the guy. And then that this guy him. that crippled him. <laughs> that's actually what you do in the picture. You just puke. Oh, he's, he's just gonna like, puke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the video I want of me puking and it's then like draws over me, going like, "He's gonna puke." It's like D'Lo sticking his finger in here. I would D-Lo, love a picture. D-Lo, can of you me just throw- take this picture video of me and draws? Please? I would love to this have a picture. Awkward. By the way, I would love to have a picture next to draws of me like holding a bucket. Yeah, like, that'd be a great picture. Yeah. And I'd love to have a picture of me and D'Lo where we're both doing the head shake. Or it would have to be a gift bring- for sure. No, yeah. he needs to br- much like Animal does with the shoulder pads. He needs to bring around the chest protector. Yeah. Yeah. But what oh, I don't yeah. want is a picture with both of them. Like, no. are, are they buds? Like, I mean, like, literally. I, they, they can't be, like, buds. I mean, they like, like I just, it feels so awkward. Why would they both agree to this? Also, okay, lastly. Also, how often here. is Draws booked on shows? Not often. Okay. Not yeah, very Because right, I'd imagine the accommodations would have to be different. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good call. It's in, I think this is in New Jersey. Isn't that where he lives, too? It's in Jersey where he's from. Yeah. Yeah, so he's probably local, too. Um, should we talk about this Nazi wrestler gimmick sure, at all? Sure, why not? Everybody else is. Yeah. So, uh, I, okay, so basically I tweeted this video. Uh, it's from a company called WWWA in... Three W's? Uh, yeah, it's three W's. And they, it, I think it's in Ohio, I want to say. Uh, I'll pull it up right here. I wasn't sure if World I was going to talk about Wide it. Worldwide Wrestling Yes, yeah, Worldwide Wrestling Alliance, Alliance is their name. Um, and basically there's a wrestler there named Blitzkrieg, the German juggernaut, and he uses a Nazi gimmick. It's in Pennsylvania. Which, by the way, it's a shame, it's a shame that it's a Nazi gimmick because that's a great name. Blitzkrieg, the German juggernaut? Yeah. <laughs> well, Blitzkrieg was a wrestler in WCW. That's what I'm saying, but I'm saying it's a, the, the, the German juggernaut? That's it's a, a good name. name. German juggernaut yeah, is a, a good name. That's a great name. It's it a is shame a good that name. it's a horrible character yeah it's basically so for those of you who didn't see the video i tweeted it's kind of gone viral it's been a bunch of places now i've, I've seen s- it all over the place yeah it's been a bunch of big sites and stuff i actually might talk about it on cnn tomorrow wow or on saturday sorry i i know they i kind of hope that happens me. they reached i they're like i think it's happening they said they're sending a car for them. so far unless like unless some big wrestler rolls in and and calls them back i'm guessing and and, and i get canceled they're sending a car for hey me. cnn val venus is right about you fake news bro <laughs> He's going to be so bad when he sees that I'm on CNN. I knew, I knew he was fake news. Uh, I'm taking this to the post office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go do an audit outside of CNN. Um, so basically, okay, so this video, I just thought it was crazy from the get-go because basically it is 
this wrestler, and he comes out. He's he's waving around like the Iron Cross flag. He's doing the the zig hail, the goose stepping, doing the goose stepping. He's you know, Nazi saluting. But the fucking wild part of this video is that the crowd is like cheering for him. He's not like the bad, bad guy you would expect. And then there are children in the crowd who he walks up to, and they're all holding signs. For how much they like this Nazi character who's goose-stepping, says Blitzkrieg rules, they've got signs in German that are in support of this guy. Um, it's, it's Honestly, it's, it's crazy. If you go look at my Twitter page, I tweeted it on the 18th, it's crazy. And then there's other people in the crowd who are doing the, doing the Nazi salute with him. Um, it, it, no one's booing this guy. And then he wins. He wins. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's happy he wins. Um... And as someone who celebrates every Jewish holiday with my family, who, you know, my dad's Jewish, watching it and seeing, like, a room full of people doing the Nazi salute in public and it being, like, an okay thing where people are cheering, it, like, terrified me, yeah. you know? And so then it came out uh, via the blast that he's a school teacher Uh-oh. who uh, has been a school teacher for a very long time, and the kids in the crowd who were cheering him on are his students that huh. he brought to the show. And... Now, when the school found out that what you know, now they're investigating, now they're investigating and you might get fired. Um, so it's become this whole thing. Where is this again? It's in Pennsylvania, in Quaker Town, like a, like a small Quaker Town kind of thing. Yeah, I know Jamie's eyes lit up. You guys didn't see it over there, but Quaker? Jamie gave me a look like, oh, Quaker Town, huh? No, uh, I, and I look at not to girl, say that, not too far from there. Really, mm-hmm. I've heard some things. Yeah, people. I've had a lot of people since this write me from that area of like, yeah, no, this isn't a very surprising thing at all. Huh. There's also a wrestler in this in this company called Blackie. There's a, a black wrestler named Blackie. Uh, like an, I, this company's kind of uh, clearly they're operating on another level here, um, <laughs> but you know, and I had so many people that tweeted me that are like in defense of this guy, or like, well, you never watch Hogan's Heroes, or you never, and it's just like God, times change, and, man. And, like, and I'm sorry. The Germans always lost in Hogan Zeros. Hey, also, I've never watched Hogan Heroes because it's 2018. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, and, and and I've literally never seen it. I I used to watch Dobie Gillis on Nick at Night. Okay, like I've seen a lot of old stuff. I've never Hogan Heroes has never really come up. Regardless, it doesn't. It's not defensible to be like, well, they, you know, Indiana Jones fought Nazis. It's like, well, yeah, I know, and they got their comeuppance. Hard. Yeah, they all and they died. Were, like and the they were recent, the villain. They were like a dark villain. And the most recent and their thing I can think of where they're maybe were. A Nazi, well, Hitler. Hitler is on Preacher. Hitler is a character on Preacher. I, I'm a little behind on this season, but he was yes. last season. Mm-hmm. He still is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but even that, he, he's not like goose stepping and glorifying Nazism. They play off of the fact that he's this hated person who's in hell, basically, from what I recall. And so it's just, I, and also. I feel like wrestling has progressed and, from the stereotypical foreigner, evil foreigner versus happy American Hulk Hogan. But even in that sense, so people – I've seen your interactions with a lot of the followers and a lot of people are coming to the defense that's saying like, oh, what about the Iron Sheik? What about you know Nikolai Volkov? You know, both from dictatorship countries and stuff like that. Yes, but they – but they lost and they were the bad guys yeah. and they were – and you were supposed to boo them. Yeah. Like they were supposed to be – Food's supposed to be thrown at them. You're yeah. supposed to hate them because they're evil. Well, they, they come from a communist country. They were country destroyed by the greatest American. You yes. Know? Like that's that's the big point. And that doesn't work when the guy's a face. Yeah. It doesn't work because then you're glorifying it. And then through that, you're also telling these – especially with children because yeah, you mentioned Preacher. Preacher's an adult show. Absolutely. 
And adults know that Hitler was a horrible person, and Absolutely. he probably is in hell if there is a hell. And the fact is, though, these kids don't know that, and we're growing up in a time right now, especially this current time, where racial divi- racial division is crazy right now. Yeah, it is. And when you see, th- and when you're an impressionable child, and somebody who's not only a wrestler, somebody who's an authority figure, somebody that you're looking at is to rely on to get your information from and develop as a child, as a free thinking adult. Then he's out there goose stepping and waving a, an, a, a, an iron cross. Then that means it's not only it's taking away the importance of that moment in yeah. American history. It's taking away the the fact that that was one of the darkest, if not the darkest, time in Amer in in, in human history, yeah, world history. And it's making it light. It's making it a joke. Yeah, I, I'd be curious about. to see if he tried to if he tries to explain it on a level of like, no, you know, like a one, I was playing into a history lesson or some BS like that. Well, I find or that if there telling. was extra credit, involved like if he was getting, well, I find that very telling. That of all of this. That he has not said anything publicly. Yeah. This, this teacher, you know, the school now spoke publicly about it, but he and his wife shut down all their social media pages. Uh, they're not trying to openly talk about this, which I find interesting. If it was just like a I character know why. he's playing on t- like in these small little shows, why wouldn't you just say that? You I know, know like- why. Because he's trying to save his job as a teacher because paying, being a teacher pays considerably more than being in on some random yeah, indie show. Yeah, and I would also suggest that he maybe did – there's a potential. I don't know what obviously has happened, but I would suggest that he probably was instructed to do that by people in charge of him in the school system, who are basically like, "Take these things down, don't do this anymore, and we, you won't lose your job." Because that's the only reason why I could see somebody who was making money off it and appreciate it and enjoyed doing it would just shut all like this off and, and shut I'm, it out of their lives. I don't know how we'll ever find this out, but I'm genuinely curious what the PTA of that district thinks i am also incredibly curious because because if this happened at a school in los angeles oh my god holy shit this oh, guy, oh my i couldn't even imagine what would happen out here oh like my god. if that happened to a school i went to growing up it would have I, I i couldn't imagine the way they'd the be chasing him with like with pitchforks yeah <laughs> which is probably not the correct response to that situation <laughs> but yes i completely uh, agree that's how they responded to frankenstein that's what i'm saying <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> well, but 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 you mentioned that you know someone who lived near Quakertown. I'm yes. guessing the PTA is probably not reacting as strongly in this situation. I mean, I would think that they would because I feel like whenever something like this happens in any school district, you always see at least two or three parents being interviewed. Yeah. Always. And, and this has now been on Washington Post, New York Times. It's all AP, over the place. I mean, like once I, I would suggest that, like, obviously, your site gives it a lot of headway. But once, the, like, the Blast, which is, you know, one of the biggest entertainment news reporting, you know, outfits that there is, if not the biggest, you know, once they start reporting it, you know, then all of a sudden that's when other news organizations like CNN will start picking it up and everything. It's likely one of the reasons that CNN is, like, well, now, that C- now it's become this huge story. Well, now that may force their hand, and they have to fire him. It's to save face in public, you know? You know, it's so funny just, like, these insular, like little communities which up until 10 to 15 years ago were protected basically by their own boundaries by, we would by have never known about this well it's then. so funny i thought the same thing when i was ta- when i was doing the pre-interview with cnn i thought to myself you know with social media it's really taking things that were happening in these small that that normally happened in a small isolated instance that you, that were not seen by the masses because it was in this little small town or, yeah. you know, it wasn't on video. And now that everything is on video, now that everything does get posted on social media, now that that all, you know, there's YouTube, there's all this different stuff, there's there's Snapchat, all that different stuff, it does 
start to bring things out of the shadows a little bit. And I, it I, seems I guarantee like one of those it. things. This guy has been doing this for ten years. Yeah. Ten years he's been doing this gimmick. Nobody gave a fuck this whole time. Yeah. This Blitzkrieg German juggernaut guy well, running around to be, stepping in Quaker Town. To be fair, n- nobody would, for the most part, give a crap out of it because it's really only that little tiny twenty people that are in there that, yeah. that, that ever would see it too. Yeah. It's only when somebody finally takes a video of it, posts it somewhere, that I eventually other people see it and be like, that people that, that don't think that way yeah you know it's also stuff that happens every day in america that people are so shocked and appalled by it's like no this stuff happens all the time all the time it's, all over the place it's but it like for instance the permit patty thing the where that girl called the, the yeah. cops on yeah. the people on the barbecuing girl, or yeah. the little girl sell the two different instances. Yeah, yeah the two different instances we would have never found out about that 10 years ago permit patty is the one with the gas yeah. what's the lemonade girl who's she I thought she was Permit Patty. Is she Permit Patty? And the other one is... Barbecue Betty. Barbecue Betty and Permit (laughs) Patty. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. Okay, there we go. The Barbecue Betty one was, was, was more entertaining to me. And you know what? I like the, the. I mean, it was shitty. I didn't mean like that. No, I, mean, the I video like itself. that these things are kind of getting called out because, as we've seen with Patty, Betty, and now with a lot of these guys that Sasha Baron Cohen is exposing, these guys are losing their jobs. How yeah. great is that show? It's shocking that people are just going along with this. I can't. I like. I saw the one with the dude from Georgia who was screaming the N word, and I was just like, the sand N word thing. But it's like I don't care. And you're how, like, you're how like, could you? He's like, I was duped. How? No. There's a camera. You're saying it to a camera. Hey, he had his pants down. I mean, it was just like, dude, like, you're a leader? You're a grown man who could think on your own. You're an elected <laughs> leader. What are you doing? Like, how do these people not assume that these things are, which, whether there's a camera present, aren't going to adversely affect their career? Well, Regardless of the one last week? With the one last week with the guy where he was doing, like, the guns for kids yeah. thing, yeah. where he was having, like, stuffed animal guns, and you're like, you were doing that into a camera. Like, Regardless of who's asking the question. Yeah, like, if I got to that first line on, like, a cue card, and, and you guys know, I love notes. I will read my notes very – if I have them, I'm going to read those fucking notes. And if they're wrong, I won't even notice sometimes. I would have noticed that. I'd yeah. be like, wait, does that – You know what I love, I though? Promote a gun but he basically Ron Burgied him. Yeah, Dark, totally. Ron Burgied him. Totally. Totally. You know what I love? It's like the only person who basically called him out for it was, like, Ted Koppel. Was, he was basically like, no – like, I see what this is. Like, I was so happy Ted Cobbler. Because right when I saw Ted Cobbler, I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't fall for anything. And the fact that, that he didn't and was, like, smarter than it, I love that he had that hey, in there. You know, that's a good journalist right yeah. there. And reads, then I reads also, the facts. Reads the room. And in the one last week where where they showed one guy and he was like, wait, what do you want me to read? I'm not reading. Why would I ever read this on camera? Who would ever read this on camera? And then it was, like, 20 other <laughs> politicians all reading the exact same thing on camera. And you're like, oh, man. Fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. It. I am so happy we're here. What a fun first episode. It was yeah. so fun. Well, it was back. Great having uh, you guys here in the office with me. Now I've been, you know, waiting to. I've been prepping everything for your arrival. I feel like we we we're here now, though. Uh, I'm I'm so excited for the future of Wrestling Sheet Radio at Collider. Uh, go check us out. Follow us on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet. Uh, go follow at Collider as well. At Collider Video. Go check out our YouTube channel where, we're, where this video, if you're watching on video, you'll see it. But if you're listening on audio, go check out our YouTube channel. It's Wrestling Sheet on YouTube. There's a bunch of different stuff on there I've been putting up. Uh, Jamie's got some stuff in the works that he's going to be doing where he's got some fun stuff that he wants to do YouTube-wise. I'm doing different uh, – trying out different things. We put up a video this week about the beef between 
uh, Roman Reigns and Tomatanga on social media. Uh, we put, Eli and I did a video about Bret Hart and uh, Martha Hart. Martha Hart. Uh, so we've got lots of stuff going up there, so please check us out there. Uh, if anyone wants to follow you guys, Jamie, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram, J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E. And what about you, Eli? You can find me on Twitter at Elijah Bates, and you can find me on Instagram at Brindlebeard. And you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin all across the board. And like I said, Wrestling Sheet, uh, we're on Instagram now as well. We've been on Instagram. Jamie's handling it, but I'm upping the I'm, – I'm joining him back on the Instagram scene uh, to put some of the videos that are going on our YouTube page and stuff like that. Now, for those of you who are listening in the Collider Factory feed right now, if you enjoyed the show, which I hope you did, I hope you enjoyed the show – Please, please, please go subscribe to the Wrestling Sheet radio feed. As I said at the top of the show, we're going to have a bunch of wrestling-related content in there now. So if you like wrestling and you want to hear us all talk about wrestling, if you were already listening to the Collider personalities and you enjoyed hearing their takes on wrestling on Collider Body Slam, uh, Collider Body Slam, this show, a bunch of other shows, they're all going to lie in the Wrestling Sheet radio feed. Go search Wrestling Sheet radio Go subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Leave a review if you like the show. Leave a five-star rating. All those things help. Helps people find us. And it helps us keep bringing you this show. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.